All right. Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. I don't even know what time it is for everyone because we're in. I'm in Las Vegas. Marcel's in in Amsterdam, and Alex is also in Las Vegas, not in Toronto. But uh, we're here. Me and Alex saw the UFC 290 last night, guys. We're going to recap it. That may be the only podcast for Sunday, July 9th. And man, amazing card, guys. Like maybe one of the best of all time. I mean, definitely one of the best of all time. I think. And what better guys to talk about this with? And you two, Alex, I watched like most of the card with you, man. It was fucking un- unbelievable. Such a great experience, man. Getting to meet you finally and watching the card, Marcel. You were uh, you weren't there, man. You were missed, Marcel. You were missed. We want you to come next year. You better come. We're gonna we're gonna make sure you come over. But uh, let's let's get into it, boys. I mean, there's Alex. I find, first of all, I've been here since since uh, Friday. Two days. I did so much already, Alex. I've met so many people. I've had such a great time, guys. It's been like such an amazing two days, like. And then we top it off with this incredible fucking card. So I say let's just get into it, guys. There's there's so much to talk about from this card. And if you guys are down, let's, I say we just get into it. So let's start with the main event, everyone. Alexander Volkanovsky finishes Yaya Rodriguez, third round TKO, grounded pound. Just another flawless performance by Volk. I mean, there's so many storylines from this card. I feel like this fight almost is flying under the radar because there's so many other big storylines, right? I'll start with you, Alex. We watched the fight together, man. Like, we're, you think he's the best pound for pound fighter in the world right now? Like, where do you rank him? I mean, it's it's hard not to say him. Um, yeah. I mean, it's you know, obviously Jones is the best fighter of all time, right? But like, he's only he's only fought once in the last couple of years, and he, and he made quick work of Cyril gone. So like, it's it, it's it's really semantics, right? It's like, what do you prefer? Do you do you prefer someone that's been been active? And just being everybody, or do you prefer someone who's the best of all time who's still fighting? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's hard not to argue Alexander Volkanovski is the pound for pound fight, best pound for pound fighter on the planet right now. And uh, last night he just, I mean, made it look easy, dude. It was another flawless performance. I honestly thought Yair was going to give him at least a fight. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it was really not. It was. It wasn't competitive at all. Yeah, no, I agree. Marcel, your thoughts on the main event, man? You're on mute. You're on mute, Marcel. That's normally a great thing if I'm mute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think Volkanovski looked really good, dude. He knew how to uh, um, he knows how to fight. He knows how to win against these people, you know what I mean? Uh, first round, um, mixed in the wrestling, you know, uh, pretty much controlled him on the ground at the, at the later stage of the first round. And Jair couldn't go away second round pretty much. So the same thing. Third round, I had the feeling that Jair could let a little bit more go, you know? Uh, he tagged Volkanovski a little bit, not not a lot. The Volkanovski had not really a problem with it. but And then we had the cl- those clash, that clash of heads, you know? And that was pretty significant, man, because yeah. that was pretty hard. And you saw uh, Jair kind of buckle. He got that uh, in his, uh, on his chin. Um, yeah, from that moment... Um, I don't say it has anything to do with uh, with uh, with TKO, by the way. But that moment, uh, Volk took over again. Uh, he tagged him and he finished it. And that's the thing with Volk, man. If he tags you, he finishes you, you know. And that's that's a big thing, I think. Um, another good performance, man, against Volkanovski. And I don't think like like the thing is with Jair. Jair is always dangerous because he has that one punch, one flashy knockout, always there, you know what I mean? But overall, Volkanovski, just a more complete fighter, in my opinion, more all-round. Listen, man, it took me a long time to step on the Volkanovski bandwagon. I tell you honestly, I remember I picked against him against Jeremy Kennedy. I picked against him against Chad Mendes. I picked against him against Jose Aldo. I picked against him against Max Holloway the first fight. And then after that, I finally was like, I'm an idiot, you know? So... uh, yeah, I mean, Folk is great, and uh, yeah, great win. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to what's next for him. You know, I think he can do the rematch with Islam. He can yeah. fight the winner of uh, Gaethje Poirier, or he can do Tapuria if the UFC wants to keep him a featherweight, you know, because dude is so good, you know. Yeah, he's great. I mean, there's, those are the two options, really. Like, move back up to uh, lightweight and fight Islam again, which I think makes sense, because mm-hmm. Oliver just said he's like, he needs more time. If they're dead set on putting Islam in Abu Dhabi and Volk can do it, makes sense. But apparently he injured himself last night. Shoulder, I want to say. Alex, is that what it was? Shoulder? Can't he said he could make it back. Yeah, we'll see. yeah, yeah. He has to get like it scoped, basically. But he said that he'll be back in October. Um, that makes sense then, right? It, okay, this is just me. Um, I want to see him keep stacking 
wins yeah. in the featherweight yeah. division. Me too. Just so that he just so that he can claim that featherweight go status, right? I mean, he's right there. He's. I, mean, I you, think you, honestly, you, guys, I'll say right now. I think he's there. I think he's surpassed uh, Aldo at this point. I know that's going to be controversial because, you know, Aldo has all the title defenses, but I just feel like what Bulk has done in the division, I think he's 13-0 and 0 now as a featherweight, right, in the UFC. That's fucking good, man. He beat Aldo head-to-head. I know it was a diminished Aldo. He still beat him, Marcel, and he beat Matt three times. I wanted to say I don't think it's controversial. <laughs> I, 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 so, okay. No, I don't think it's controversial. I, I feel like if somebody can say, claim goat status in front of way, then it's not all it should be Volkanovski, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I won't have a problem with it. Listen, man, if you say Volkanovski is bigger for me than Aldo is, I won't uh, judge you on it. I mean, I mean, he did, he did great. You know, you, you cannot deny him, in my opinion. And my, for me, still Aldo above him, you know, but yeah. I understand. Listen, if you ask me who's the better fighter, Volk. You know, if you ask me who has the greater legacy, it's still Aldo. But Volk is super close, you know. And if you say I have Volk above Aldo, I'm absolutely not going to say like that's not uh, not possible. You know, I think it's one of the two. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Try Alex. No, yeah, no. I, I mean, it's 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 just true. But I was going to say, you know, with Islam, I want to see him fight other lightweights. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I you know, like I just do. Like he had his first title defense. Against Volkanovski, it was a close fight. It was a great fight. Obviously, everyone would like to see it again, but like it, it's, I would, I would rather see Islam fight another lightweight, you know, yeah, and, totally and, fair. and start his reign. You know, I'm yeah, fully with Alex fair. here because I feel like, you know, uh, if Islam is going to fight Volk again and say, say he wins, people keep saying he never fought somebody in the top five at lightweight. You know, so. Yeah, I really want to see, besides Oliveira, obviously. So I really want to see uh, what Alex says. I'm with him that I want to see Makachev actually create his own legacy in the division, actually, you know. So I'm fully with that, yeah. No, I totally understand. Okay, let me get some comments, guys. We haven't had any uh, comments yet. Here we go. So we have Glenn's here. Of course, Glenn, you're always here, man. Look at my retirement date is. Anton, what's up? He says, uh, one of the greatest cards in life. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. That was, actually, I should have asked this way at the beginning, but like, I think honestly, it was one of the best cards of all time. I really do. Like, I, for me, it's top five. Like, if not the greatest card, like, it really is. I mean, I was there. Alex made such a great time hanging out. But, like, you look at the card, you look at the quality of the finishes, the, the, you look at the names on the card. Uh, it's just easily one of the best cards of all time, right? Like, I'll start with you, Alex. We, we were there. I, I mean, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's definitely one of the best cards of all time. Is it the best card of all time? That's hard to say. I agree. But it's I mean, like it's UFC two hundred five is so iconic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there, there's, there's, I feel like there's more iconic cards, yeah. and more cards stacked top to bottom. But this one just had, it had, it had everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it, there was, there was finishes, there was upsets, there was the environment, yeah. um, the level of talent. You know what I'm saying? But like, so. For sure, it's one of the best cards of all time. It's probably the best card of the year so far, obviously. Oh, but yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not ready to say it's the best card. Yeah, it's obviously recency bias, but like I just think it's up there. What do you think, Marcel? Like, you're a historian of the sport. You know, man, I'm always a bitch with grades because I always like many people always like, oh, this is an eight or a nine, you know, and I'm like, hmm, let's put it at a 6.5 or a seven, you know, because <laughs> we're not going to go too crazy. But this one, Every single fight was fun to watch, you know. Yeah. E yep. e even the maybe less attractive fights you were like on, on, on this card, that would have been great fights on other cards, you know what I mean? Every single fight I enjoyed to watch. I, I wasn't bored one time. I was fully awake, and it was like 8 a.m. over here. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was an amazing card. I give it a 9.5, dude. That's how yeah. good I think this card was. It was from top to bottom, like Alex says. You had quick finishes. You had uh, upsets. Uh, two great title fights, definitely the co-main event, with absolute banger. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, I mean, this was an amazing card, you know. And I, I mean, I think every single MMA fan, uh, journalist, whoever was there, whoever watched the card, has yeah. enjoyed himself, you know. Dude, I'm so lucky. Like, I got to be there. So, like, I, this is the first <laughs> event I've been to since UFC 245, Covington, and that's the first. Alex, I've been in that long, so four years. It's COVID, right? There's been only one event in Canada the whole time in Vancouver, which I didn't go to last month. 
First one I've covered since the one in Toronto, Holloway and Ortega. That's how long I've been I've been to a card. And I, Marcel, I go back to this one. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> so many amazing people like this week, Marcel. Like it, it was just it's been a dream week for me, guys. It's only been two days. It's been a dream week. <laughs> uh, let's get some more comments. We got claims as best card. And yeah, Jack Delamel, that sucks about yeah. card. However, I mean the other guy might save death potentially. Do it, yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up with Josiah Hirami, and I'm glad they caught it, right? Mm-hmm. True, what's up, man? He says, I uh, couldn't miss Addison's timing. I mean, I, trust me, like, uh, it, it was, yeah, I was I was enjoying the card. Me and Alex had a good time watching it, man. I was talking about the, you know, guys, like, that's the thing. Everyone thinks, like, all the like, people get media um, seats right by the cage. Like, there's only a few people that get those seats. Like, really, they, they, Alex, you were there with me. Most people were in the tent. I went up top. I was watching from, like, the top, Marcel. I loved it, though. We were dead center, dude. It was fucking awesome. UFC took care of us. Like, it's it's great, you know? Like, I had such a great time. And again, I got to watch with you, Alex. Like, talk about the fights with a guy that I respect. Like, James came there. We were all watching the fights, sitting there. Marcel, like, next time you got to come, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, a lot of good friends. I saw a lot of old friends. I saw, you know, people that I had known working for the UFC back in, you know, back in Canada years ago. Now they're here in, in Vegas. Did you, did, did you catch? Yeah, yeah. You also catch up with Marcus, right? Yeah, of course. Marcus won uh, $16,000, $16, I think. On nice. He bet $9,000, uh, Alex. Posted a ticket, too, legit. I mean, I we had dinner with Marcus, great guy. I was surprised that he was so confident in him with with you know because I don't I wouldn't make the bet, but he won, dude. And let's get in that fight right now. But I just want to read the comments really quick, and we'll get to the the Pantoja Moreno fight. Sweet time, just thank God for me. Yeah, he wants, wants some money from you, right? Craig, unreal card, man. Jamie, what's up? One of the best uh, best cards of the year. I agree. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got Antoine. Just seeing you think about Volk and Tapuria. Yeah, I mean Volk and Tapuria is a good fight, like. Mm-hmm. How do you not fear Volk? Obviously, right? You have to, even though Topuria looked amazing. Volk's just a step up, man. And yeah, Topuria should be next. Sergio, which list? Uh, Octron updates. I, I, is that the list with uh, like the most exciting fighters? He left off some big names. Is that the list? Was I can't remember. I think he had the best featherweights of all time, top four or something. Oh. And and I think he had Max on top. Then he had Connor, and then Aldo, and then Volk or something. It was like a really yeah. weird. Okay, I didn't. I didn't see it. I mean, I, but I, I, that's weird. Uh, Folk is not fight. Isn't that is Charles? You cannot do it. And Dustin and Gage, you probably will not do it around that quick. I don't know. Then I mean, Armand. Could they do Armand if those guys are all busy? Maybe that could be the fight. You know? I'd love to see it, but I don't see it happening, man. No, it's true. All right, that's the last card we got, Joker. All right, Joe, what's up, man? Uh, let's get into the coming event. Alessandro Pantoja, like I mentioned, wins UFC flyweight title. I scored it for Pantoja, man. I have I have 49 46 for him. I only give a second round to Moreno. I think maybe there's another swing round you can get to him, but like this 49 46 scorecard for Moreno is like one of the worst score, scores of all time. I'm going to let you guys get into it. I want to hear what you guys say. I mean, Alex, we watched it together. I'm pretty sure you had Pantoja winning, right? Yeah, no, I, I had Pantoja winning. 49 46 Moreno is a criminal fucking card, bro. It, it is. <laughs> I, I, I've seen some people defending it, and I'm like, dude, oh. like, get the judges' dicks out of your fucking mouth, bro. Like, dude, like, it's 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 annoying. Like, bro, like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're, you're just trying to be different. Like, shut up. You're not. You don't know what the fuck you're watching. It's like, <laughs> god damn, bro. Like, fucking Jesus. Well, go go watch the card again tonight, and I bet you're. It's, you know, it's like, dude, get get out of here, bro. Like, god. Oh fuck! I love Alex. Marcel, what was your scorecard? Forty-nine, forty-six for Pantoja. I think Moreno took the second round. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, you could you could make an argument for the fourth round. You yeah, know, for Moreno, yeah. but in my opinion, it was a lazy scorecard. You know, I mean, it was two to one for Pantoja. I think yeah, Pantoja I did enough to get three-one. Yeah, and someone like, let's do it, make it two-two. Yeah, and no, I know. Like, it's human right. nature too, right? To do that, yeah. Even up be like, all right, let the fifth side. But like, how did this guy have the fifth round for? Yeah. Real. It was Ben Cartledge, and I mean, I remember he was a very good judge, dude, a couple of years ago. But he has some cards lately, as I'm like, <sighs> what did he do to Vegas? Eh? Like, I think when he was just in Abu Dhabi, and stuff, yeah. And, and now he's got he's in Vegas now. Like, I understand they got a hard job, but like this scorecard made no sense. Like, yeah, but let's also like. Um, Moreno, I mean, people who who scored at 49, 46 Moreno or 48, 47 Moreno, even. I, I think those are Moreno fans, you know, and I'm a Moreno fan yeah. as well. Don't get me wrong. I love Brandon Moreno. I think he's amazing. I think his character is awesome. He's a great champion, was a great champion. Uh, 
but you gotta be listen man if you pull, pull out of you're gonna act actually to give a scorecard and be honest be fucking honest you know and don't yeah. score a lot there are some people who are like scoring the fight there's like 50 50 let's see if this guy does a little bit more than that one. Oh, i th i like that a lot i scored for him not how it works yeah. you know pantoja yeah. in my opinion pantoja clearly won three rounds and def and i had him four rounds you know yeah. so yeah. for me it's four to one you can give a three to two i have no problem with it but listen man 49 46 pantoja is a much better scorecard than any scorecard for moreno in my opinion you know yeah i think both of you guys agree but um Who's he fight next? Roy Val or does he do uh does he fight with Albazi? He's already beaten Roy Val, I believe, right? So it's it's tough. It's tough because the fight with Roy Val wasn't that competitive. Um and he and he finished yeah. Roy Val. Um and Roy Val's yeah. I mean, he's picked up some really good wins, right? Um I would like to see Roy Val fight for a title. Um I think I think it's either between that or they do Amir Al Bazi versus Pantoja in Abu Dhabi. Um, if I they, think if, that's, the fight, yeah. Yeah. that's the fight I think makes sense, right? Yeah, Dana was like when I, I don't know who asked it, but yeah. was asking about uh, Brandon Royval if he got what's next, and he was like, "Yeah, we'll see," and he knows that he weigh in as a, as an alternate, you know. And for right. example, with Colby, he was like, "Yeah, Colby is next," you know. And with Pantoja, I was like, oh. "We'll see." So I'm yeah, not sure yeah. if Royval gets it. Marshall, I called this on the podcast a few weeks ago. I'm like, this guy's making, and you, you said the same thing. He's making yeah. me think, not fighting on this card. He should have fought like Cop or something. I think Cop was supposed to be on this card originally, right? Against Figueredo. Man, imagine that fight was still on this card. Like this whole card is crazy, and then that fight was supposed to be on it. You know, like, anyways, it was it was great. So yeah, yeah. I think we're all yeah. in agreement here. With, uh, I just Marshall. don't want to see. I don't want to see Moreno versus Pantoja four. I just I don't want to see it right now. No, Obviously, it, it, it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun. It would be a fun fight. Any. Fight that Moreno's in is going to be a fun fight, but it's just like, bro, like, have him go, knock some wins off, do whatever. Like, it's just like, I'd rather see. I mean, the other the other name, Figgy, right? Obviously, he's rumored to fight Cruz, but yep. he has a win over Pantoja. You know, yep. he could come back yep. and fight. Yep. Um, Great point. So my number one choice is Roy Val. Then I'll go Albazi. Then I go Figgy. Then. Than Moreno, I, I just want Moreno to go fight somebody else. He'll always be very close to the title picture. I just like, I just don't want to see the the fourth fight. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, By the way, do you also think it's like really like confusing that UFC? I understand that for one fight was an exhibition fight on the Ultimate Fighter, but they're like uh, promoting it as the rematch. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. is like, it's like. Two zero, you know what I mean. So it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I just, I, I, I understand the ex exhibition stuff. It's like, bro, yeah. those are fights, bro. Like those, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're fucking cage fights, bro. Like, yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you guys. All right, so a couple comments here. All right, uh, a couple guys ripping the judges, obviously. Um, yeah, I know that the strike stats do say Reynos Tlaio struck him, but like it, it's against the quality of the strikes too. Like Tantoja was. Hurting a bad man, Antoja all hard. Absolutely, his family was there. He did according to numbers, but again, Glenn, we all know that uh, you know it's the numbers say one thing. And it's not. I'm not saying the numbers are wrong, but you know, again, significant strike uh, could be much harder, right? I, mean, I think he got uh, the harder blows landed. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, you have to watch the fights and not what and and not just yeah. look at stats. And, and the judges don't have those stats too, right? Um, yeah, I did see that clean. I didn't notice that. It was kind of strange as well. We usually have uh, takedowns. Just to, yeah, Pedroza, a lot of people just praising him. Um, wasn't dominant. I don't think it was dominant either, but he definitely won the fight. He definitely won the fight, you know? It wasn't like – it, was, it wasn't the most dominant forward one, but I still like think he won, you know, clearly. Um, but it wasn't like Volk beating Yair. Like, that's dominant, obviously, right? Like, that's more dominant. Um, I mean, a nice tweet there. Those fight. What did it say? I, I, I have no idea, right? Because uh, – in the arena, you don't get to see like the tweets or, or hear the commentary, but that's awesome, though. Man, it was such a great fight, guys. That fight was off the hook. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be the rematch, though, true. It would be the fourth fight. So it's kind of like Izzy and Pereira. They eventually did it, but like Moreno's going to have to win a fight or two. But who knows? I mean, Petoja might drop his belt in his next fight. Who knows? I don't know if he's going to be a dominant champion. He's fucking good, though. He's underrated. We underrated him a little bit. I think, uh, I don't know about you, Alex. I picked, I picked Moreno by decision. Like, and, um, 
you know, I, 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 I had Moreno basically all week. And then the last couple of days, I'm like, I started leaning like, towards Pantoja, like, dude, I, I, I don't yeah, yeah. know if enough people put the two wins over Moreno. Like, I don't, I don't know if they use that yeah. enough. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I should have made it, you know, in hindsight, it was, it was the right pick, especially as an underdog, you know. All right, guys, uh, go to the next fight here. I mean, upset. <laughs> Drake is Duplass. He knocks out Rob Whitaker. I mean, he looked fucking amazing. Another one that, Alex, we talked about, like we were we were talking about it, the odds were way off of this fight. Minus 400 and Rob was uh, was pretty nuts. I mean, that was pretty fucking nuts. And, I mean, whoever hit Duplassie plus 300 pickets, I mean, congrats, right? Guys, I know some of you guys liked him there. Um, I definitely thought he had a chance, but uh, – I didn't think he'd be this dominant. I mean, it, it was it was pretty dominant, man. Really hurt Rob bad. Either dropped him with like a jab and then finished him. Uh, amazing, amazing uh, finish for this guy. Huge win in his career. Biggest win in his career. Gets him a title shot. Izzy comes to the ring. I know Marcel. You're not. I'm gonna let you talk about it in a sec. You weren't thrilled with with the promotion, but uh, regardless, man, amazing win for Tupacio. Being Whitaker, not only being but knocking on Whitaker. Holy fuck, guys! This is an amazing win for him. I want to start with you, Marcel, because I know you weren't thrilled with what is he did after the fight. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, let's talk about Fout first, man. I think Duplessis did great, you know. Uh, I think in the beginning, I think Whitaker did well, you know, got that takedown. But I felt like the longer the round went, uh, it went to Drikus' advantage, you know. And, man, Drikus looked good, you know. It really looked good. He's an awkward style, you know. Like, people are like, hmm, but... (laughs) He proved again, you know, and I, I think got to give Drake some more respect, you know. Uh, I, I didn't give him a lot of chance against Whitaker, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's even a video on James Lynch's channel where we asked the fighters who he's going to pick. I think it was 50-0 for Whitaker, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, all respect to Drake. Um, The aftermath, yeah, not a big fan of that, to be really honest, you know. Um, I think... It looked like the challenger went to the champion and talked shit, you know. And I mean, as a champion, you should be, oh man, you should carry yourself a little bit better, in my opinion, you know what I mean? And uh, I mean, I don't give a shit about the N-word, what, what he said, you know. I mean, you've got to do what you got to do if you think that's good, you know. But I mean, he took he took away from the moment from Drakus, in my opinion, you know, and Hey, it is what it is, you know. Imagine if it was the other way around, people would be going nuts. You know what I mean? Would be absolutely going nuts. But now it's okay. So, um, I mean, people ask me, "Who do you think is going to win the fight?" Listen, man, I still think Adesanya is the better fighter. I'm not gonna lie, you know. But if you ask me, do who do I want to win? Who do I want to see win? Listen, man, I, I think Adesanya has lost a lot of fans, you know, after last night. I don't think he didn't. Listen, the the the, the real Adesanya hardcore fans will always back him, for sure, you know. But Drake has got a lot more fans after last night, and not only because of performance, but also because of the aftermath of the interview afterwards, you know. So, um, and the way he carried himself during that interview, after the fight, giving Robert Whitaker so much credit, what he did, you I know. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was amazing so yeah Alex let me hear your thoughts I I, I can confirm that Drake has had a lot of got more fans and that pe- more people are paying attention to him because everything I wrote about complete uh, the the article I wrote last night is the top top story on, on on MMA mania the video all of his interviews on YouTube are skyrocketing like a lot of people are paying attention to him right now and it's crazy bro like I'm not gonna lie I thought Val Woodburn had a better chance of beating Bo Nickel than I than I did Duplass C beating Whitaker. Honestly, bro, like I, I, I thought the line, the the odds were warranted. I thought Whitaker was gonna walk through this guy, and boy was I fucking wrong, man. I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. And and the thing is, like, do you think it's Duplass C getting better and Whitaker and is is it, is it Duplass C getting better or is it Whitaker? Finally, go you know. Finally, declining a little bit. That's the thing, man. It's such so hard to say, you know. And, and you don't want to take anything away from from Drickus, you know, to say that. But I, I kind of have the same feeling. Like Whitaker, maybe Whitaker is fading a little bit now, you know. But but let's see, you know. I I I'm like we shouldn't take it away from Drickus like that, you know. But 
yeah, I, I had the same feeling because with it, we have never seen Whitaker being like getting tired in the second round, you know, like like he did this time. So uh, yeah, yeah, I was surprised as well, dude. Same. I mean, he's been a little worse, you know, like he's taking some damage and yeah. Yeah, he's still like relatively young, but he's been in the UFC guys like I think twelve years now, right? So and he's been fighting all the top guys. He got dropped with a jab in this fight. It's a little concerning. Anyways, Duplessis is awesome. I mean, I yeah, I became a big fan of him this week. Just everything he said, Marcel carried himself, the way he knocked out Whitaker, what he did after the fight. Um, Izzy's going to be the favorite, obviously, guys. He's going to be a big favorite, but I'm not going to count on Pardon? Minus 330 is what I read. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what, uh, what I thought, like minus 300, minus 400. I'm not going to count Duplessis out, though. I think he can no. do it. I think he could knock him out. I think it's possible. Yeah, you thought the same with Whitaker and everyone did. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. What are you say, Alex? Uh, let me pitch you something. So uh, this isn't my original thought, but, like, what do you think of they hold off on Izzy Dreykus, let let it build a little bit, they do Izzy for Strickland for Australia, and then they build. Obviously, Izzy will beat Strickland, and then they build for Izzy yeah. to maybe Africa, or they build, yeah. it, build it for UFC 300. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what what do you think about that idea? I don't think it's a bad idea, but I think the fact they already brought him in the cage, it kind of signals that's what they're doing next. Like they don't do that that often, so it'd be kind of weird if they all of a sudden gave Strickland the shot. You know, if they didn't do that, Alex, I think that would make sense. Um, they, but, they, not, they don't want yeah. to do that, right? Pardon? Yeah, no, you know, he, he didn't want to do it, and I guess. Who didn't drink uh, Dana. No, uh, Dana didn't want to bring Izzy in, oh. but then Izzy, Izzy basically convinced him. Yeah. Well, I think it's happening next. Anyways, it's going to be a good fight, um, regardless. But yeah, Strickland's you know an option too. Maybe it could be the the thing is they could pay Strickland to be the backup. He'll probably be the backup. That's what I imagine. Um, all right, guys. If he finds his passport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Next fight here, we got Jay, uh, Dan Hooker defeats Jalen Turner split decision. Yeah, I was wrong about this one, Marcel. I really thought Jalen Turner win. I thought you know Dan Hooker taking a damage. I mean, he's taking a lot, but man, he looked good in this fight, guys. He really did. He, he landed great strikes throughout the fight. Um, nice kicks. Drops Jalen Turner. He like uh, you know had some control time. He looked really good in this fight. I, I had him winning the fight, Marcel. I'm winning the uh, second and third round. The Adelaide Bird gave the third round to Turner. That is insane. I think there's an argument maybe for the second round to Turner. I don't know if he won the first round. Giving the third round to him is a crazy scorecard. Um, Marcel, I wasn't with you. So how'd you score the fight? Yeah, man, I think it was an absolute robbery, dude. I think Turner, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I feel like the first round clear for Turner, third round clear for Hooker. I feel like the second round, I went Turner, but then Hooker took over, man, and Hooker yeah. basically stole, stole the round and the, the like, almost finished Turner there, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, well done by Hooker. Um, I still think he's kind of a punk, but I mean, I gotta give him a credit for uh, for this fight. I mean, super tough. Broke his arm, uh, went through it, and uh, got the win. So I mean, gotta give him credit for it. And that that Adelaide Bird scorecard third round for for Jalen Turner. I'm like, come on. When I when I heard 29 28, I think she scored the first two rounds for, for Turner, right? But she scored the third round for Turner, man. How can you give Turner the third round? Even Turner knew he knew he didn't want the third round. You know, it's like. I, I don't get it sometimes, man. It's like so stupid, but yeah, good win for Hooker. He needed it. Now he can look uh, above him again, you know, and uh, two wins in a row now against a ranked guy now against Jalen Turner. And Jalen Turner finally loses to an Anzac guy. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's something I know, special. right? Jalen's yeah. full of competitive in these fights. He lost two straight split series with top 10 guys, so it's not yeah. like he's getting no, no. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a stock dropper for Jalen Turner. He's, you know, it's a fight he should have won, but yeah, Dan looked good. Dan's a guy who's always going to be in a fun fight. I mean, this uh, beside the main the co -main event this was the best fight of the night right like overall so yeah um go ahead Alex. yeah no um man it, it's crazy because towards the towards like last week um leading up to it i was like i think turner's probably gonna win but then i started thinking about it man like yeah. i think everyone was writing uh took her off because one he turned a lot of fans off because with his islam comments yeah. and also yeah. because of his losses but if you really break down these losses, he went to war with 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 Dustin Poirier, right? Fight of, fight of the year. Then he overlooks Chandler, gets knocked out, fights Islam on short notice, and then he fights Arnold Allen, loses Arnold Allen in a weight class he should not have been. So like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like you know, like 
those lot like he's lost four or five, but like if you really break down those losses, like he's lost top competition in a couple of those fights he shouldn't have taken, right? So like obviously Jalen Turner is very talented and he's very dangerous, but like I think it was a, a much closer than we all thought it was going to be. Yeah, oh for sure, absolutely. Um, you know, good. You know what I always say against Adam say uh, about Hooker. Hooker is that guy who can make it competitive with almost everybody and also with the top fighters, but I don't see him as a top fighter. You know what I mean? But he can make it competitive against guys like Poirier like he did before, you know? But I don't see him at that, how do you guys say that, upper echelon or something? Ooh, that was beautiful said by me. <laughs> but uh, I don't see him like that, you know? But he can make it difficult with a lot of, he can make it competitive with a lot of these guys in the top, you know? So that's always kind of been the hooker, you know? And... He's tough. We got to give him, uh, definitely give him that. And he deservedly won this fight. Uh, very well done by him, man. Let's kind of his record at UFC. I think it's 13 and I think there or something. It's just good. I mean, he's got a good record. He's a good fighter. All right. Opening up the main card. Bo Nickel knocks out Val Woodburn. 38 seconds. Four, by the way, four finishes in this card under a minute. UFC record. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, I mean, come on. Everyone was picking Bo Nickel. I'm pissed, dude. Why? Because you had him by submission? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Val Woodburn barely has a neck like myself. So why would I pick him with a by choke? You know, Dude, he's so short too. Like, yeah, you get you. I should have went with with knockout, you know, and yeah. I went with submission. But yeah. I mean, listen, man. Uh, uh, Alex was at the at uh, at the post fight presser. Dana said like, "Yeah, we're not gonna put him in the top 15 yet." Who the fuck are you gonna give this guy? Because He's going to walk through a lot of these guys outside the top 15. I was like, maybe give him Rodolfo Vieira. You know what I mean? I mean, that would be a great fight, maybe. I mean, he's also technical. He, and Bo is kind of more of a wrestling kind of guy. Rodolfo is kind of a BJJ, you know? So that would be maybe fun if you don't want to give him somebody in top 15. But, hey, maybe I'm crazy. But why not give him somebody... Uh, give a fucking Nasruddinov off, you know what I mean? But they're probably going to use him for Paris card. But you know what I mean? So uh, why not? I, I think he, he beats Nasruddin, for example, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I was thinking maybe like a Jack Hermanson kind of a fight. Yeah. Um, or like if they don't want to give him a top 15 opponent, maybe give him like Eric Anders, someone who's tough, also someone who is, is a is a – name you know what i'm saying like people know who eric anders is like maybe other than that but i would like to see him fight a top 15. um he's just he's just one of one of the one of these prospects where like it's he's just special he's just one of these special prospects once in a lifetime athletes you know so exactly man and i mean i mean age is not everything and experience you know if you're really that good why not you know if you have listen uh, what, what was uh, he was a huge favorite? I think the biggest favorite ever in you on the UFC card on this one, you know. Um, he's going to be a big favorite against a lot of these guys, you know. And I understand that people are like, he hasn't fought any big name yet. Give him, yeah, I'm actually with Alex. Give him fucking arrogance. Why not? You know, why not? Yeah, I mean, and, and like, yeah, he might only be five and zero in in MMA, but he's one of the best wrestlers of all time, and yeah. that really counts for something. That does. I mean, I don't. I don't care. You know, you, you could be one to know it. His 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 wrestling credentials outweigh so much, and and that's what that's what's like. Him. That you know, it's just that. Definitely. I mean, I think he's like one of the best athletes we've probably ever seen in the sport. Like he's just a natural. I remember. I think his first pro fight, he knocked the guy out, and I saw it. And I was like, wow, that was like a year ago. He's only been pro for like a year, right? He's five thirteen months. Five. Only thirteen months. He's, I think, I mean, I don't want to think, like, I'm pretty sure he's going to be fighting for the belt one day, guys, and he might win it. It's possible. I mean, it's kind of early to say still. Like, the th here's the thing. I, I I want to see him get punched in the face and see how, if he can take a shot. Like, but as far as skills go, I mean, we know he's got the, the elite wrestling and he's got some power. He's got, he got some submissions, too. So, he's, yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, you want to say one more thing? Anything else you guys want to say? You want to move on? I, no, I just want to see him, like, fight. I want. I, I do want to see him get punched in the face, and I want to see him fight someone, fight a Dagestani wrestler, fight right. someone who has good wrestling. Let's, let's figure out who's gonna fight. Let's go to the list of fighters right now. I think out. we just want to see him fight somebody where we think the guy who he fights has a chance against him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I like what happens when someone stops his takedown. Yeah. Like that's that's what I want to see. All right, here we go. 
Okay, so someone suggested Nilsson uh, versus Boyev. I don't think they'll do that fight. That guy's so dangerous. Like, they'll go separate paths, I think. I mean, it'd be interesting. Um, just looking at some other guys with, like, you know, similar records, both 2 no. Now, you see uh, Cedricus Dumas. He's 1-1. One and one. Uh, Who else we got here? Like, I'm just looking at the lower-ranked guys. You got Josh Fremd. He's 1-2. and two. Abus. He's the guy he's going to pick it next. Oh, sorry, Abus? Yeah. I mean, Bo, I think it's crazy, right? But I think Bo wins that fight. Yeah, that's what I think as well, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe they will do it. Maybe they will give him a higher shot up the ladder. Um, yeah, there's other guys like like uh, Tafan Chukwi, someone like that. Like someone like lower tier. Um, or maybe they, you know, look, maybe this weekend there's a Duraev and, and Park, winner of that yeah. fight, right? Like, but those guys have a lot more experience, you know? So, yeah, we'll see what they do. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either way, guys. But yeah, he's special. All right, let's get to the prelims. Um, Someone said Ikram. I think if Ikram wins, guys, he's going to be fighting like Strickland for a title shot, maybe or something like that, or like Canadian. Like you right? know, Ikram beats up. the fight. The fight what it should be is fucking Fluffy versus Bonicle. That's that's the that that's, that's the is one. Fluffy I fighting uh, Chris Curtis. Is Curtis. that the fight? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but that would be a great fight. I mean, Fluffy's going to win that fight. I think. All right, let's get to the prelims here. I mean, man, Bobby Lawler's been one of my favorites of all time, guys, and like. To see him, you know, get this knockover at equal price in 38 seconds and do it, you know, and, and retire in, in spectacular fashion, get the walk-off knockout. Like, most MMA careers don't end like this, right? Like, most people lose in their last fight. Most people get knocked out in their last fight and then they end up retiring, right? Because they took too much advantage. You don't see guys go out in the win too often. But when you do, like, Waller, like a Chris Lytle, who's one of my all-time favorites, like a GSP, and they go on the win, man, it's just something special. And for Robbie Lawler to go out there, knock out Nico Price, get the win, and retire and you know have that great video package they, they did so emotional <laughs> man what a moment um yeah i mean he looked outstanding um i do think it's kind of crazy he doesn't get a bonus i know dana said they took care of him but it, it, on paper it looks weird because i mean this was a special knock a special moment in ufc history uh, i'll start with you alex you were there as well man i mean goof bumps right dude i mean epic I, I i was cheering up robbie's always been one of my favorite fighters um you know, one of the most violent motherfuckers on this planet. Um, yeah. And like you said, man, it, it's very, 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 very rare for an MMA fighter to go out like he did, man. And um, it, so it's just like bittersweet. I love that the UFC did that for him. Uh, and I, I feel like they should do that more often. But, you know, but and then like someone, someone kind of pushed back and like, what if they lose, right? Like, well, it's been, and then it's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't match Frank Yeager up against like Chris Gutierrez, right? Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the matchup all makes sense. But I mean, to, to, to be real, like, Nico Price definitely could have beat Robbie Lawler, right? I think it's just Robbie Lawler came, he, his, his head was on his shoulders. And it's crazy, bro. Like, a couple, you know, a few years ago, he was on a four fight losing streak. Beats a washed up Nick Diaz and then gets finished by Brian Brian Barrena. So it's like, it was it was crazy, man. And it just so I don't know, man. I I know I'm rambling, but I just want to know, like, I just, I love I love that Robbie Lolly went out like that. It's it's what he deserves, and I think it's probably the best retirement in in, in MMA history. Honestly, it could be because again, like most guys don't go out like this, and the video package, the tribute, and everything. Um, and when's the last time you see Robbie Lawler cry or shed a tear? I mean, that's never happened before. Never. <laughs> your thoughts? Sorry? Your thoughts on, on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, not to say, uh, not to blow my own horn, but I fucking knew it that he was going to win, dude. I fucking knew it, you know? Uh, and, and because Nico is the kind of guy who's going to stand and bang with him, you know? He doesn't give a shit. Uh, he wants to go out on the shield all the time, you know? And that he was going to win like this? No, definitely not expected it like that, you know. But, man, I mean, if you want to see anyone go out like that, you know, in this retirement fight is Robbie Lawler, you know. Guy has been one of the most violent guys ever in the sport. Um, and go out like that, that's almost like vintage style, how, how you want to see him go out, you know. And, um, I mean, this night was already kind of a perfect great and this was was actually uh made it even better you know the way it went 
Um, nothing against Price, by the way. I love Nico Price as well. I think he's a great guy, you know, and also a perfect partner for Lolo to have his last fight. And because Nico is the kind of guy who's also super kind to his opponent, you know, doesn't talk shit, knows exactly what's happening, knows this is the last fight of Lawler. Uh, wanted to give him a competitive fight, obviously didn't happen because Lawler knocked him out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, th this is this was like a perfect farewell for Robbie Lawler and. Uh, I just want to thank him, man. I mean, I enjoy so much of his career. We, I mean, we have been witnessing his career like almost like his whole career. You know, that's uh, how, how much we saw of, of him. And uh, he also developed the man from like a young guy into a like a grown, really good mixed martial artist. You know, and uh, I remember him when he was. Uh, uh, when he basically started in the UFC, like with, with the hair, where he still had when he knocked out uh, Tiki, you know, when Tiki said it got stopped due to a cut. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, uh, great guy. Uh, and uh, he said he wants to help the uh, the future guys at the Kill Cliff. And uh, I think that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Robert Lawler. Amazing, man. Like, I remember when people were writing off, like, remember when he, before he fought, like, I went Amagov, he had lost to Jacques and King Kennedy. Everyone's like, well, Robbie Lawler's done. Like, mm -hmm. this is 2010, 2011. And then I remember these Adam Amagov, who was a really good fighter, who retired way too soon. Um, and then comes back to the UFC guys, and, and he looked unbelievable, wins the belt. And then, you know, at the end of his career, had a lot of losses, but again, to lead competition, then, but still put on some great fights. The last couple of fights he had were awesome, right? Like, this fight, the Barbary fight, yeah, unbelievable career, unbelievable fighter. So you get some comments, people saying, like, there's rumors of Nico Price taking a dive. I mean, this is just stupid. Like, he didn't take a dive. He got he got knocked out. Um, Nico, Nico is yeah. not going to go away from home for so many weeks yeah. to train somewhere else, yeah. leaving his five or six kids, yeah. and then taking a dive. Come on. Nah. Yeah, it's so stupid. And Alex, I really think it's, yeah. It's, it's fucking, like so fucking, people are so fucking retarded. I swear <laughs> to God, bro. Like, God, grow, grow up, bro. Grow up. God yeah, damn. Nico, Nico's just not that great. And he's one, four, and one. Draw, uh, no contest has lost six fights. Like he's on the decline. He has been for a while, taking a ton of damage. Right? He's been knocked out, I think, five times in the UFC. Now, guys, it's kind of it's kind of scary. Like, enjoy watching the guy fight, but man, he's been knocked out. Like, if they did him against Jack Bell in Atlanta, that's another knockout loss. You know, so we'll see what happens there. All right, next fight here, um, we had Tatsuya uh, Tyra wins a very actually pretty competitive fight, right, with Edgar Chavez. More competitive than Oz indicated. I mean, I think he won the fight, guys, but I think Bruce. he lost his play. Alex 29 28, right? Like, and to be honest, the first round, Tyrese dropped him and he was just a dumbass and pulled guillotine, cold guard for the guillotine. If he had stayed on top or something, he would have won that round. He might have won the fight. Go ahead, Marcel. Dude, the last 10 seconds, I think Tyra got, got lucky that the time was over, you know. Uh, I think it was actually 29-27. I think he won a 10-8 round, Tyra, you know, uh, the second round. The first round, dude, got to talk about Herb Dean here, man. Um, he said six times to Edgar Chires, put your toes out of the cage. Put your toes out of the cage. Put your toes out of the cage. Hey, Edgar, put your toes out of the cage. Edgar, put your toes out of the cage. Do, do, do something about it. And then... Tyra is like dropping like elbows and then he's like no 12 to 6 and Tyra is looking at him what do you mean and he's like something like this and Tyra does like no no not <laughs> that's like he was coaching it was super weird you know uh gotta give Tyra's credit dude I mean uh dude was super tough um Ty it was both short notice you know 130 but Tyra had a fight last time he was actually supposed to fight Clayson Rodriguez right for Tyra's it was like uh short notice he was supposed to be in a contender series uh for me, he, he lost the fight, but he showed to me that he belongs. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm happy he got the chance. And, uh, yeah, good for Tyra, man. I really like the guy. And uh, I, I really want to see him against a ranked opponent next. Anything else for yeah. Alex? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it, it was nice to see him go another 15 minutes just to kind of prove. And, you know, and also to prove that he can face that adversity. You know what I'm saying? Um I asked him if he wants to turn around for Singapore. He, he said he's down. Um, and I would like to see him fight a top 15 uh, opponent next. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it, it was, he's, he's awesome, man. He, he's, he's got a very fun personality. The only, the thing that was kind of weird is like, I feel like the booze kind of got to him at, at, at first when he was walking out, he was heavily booed and he was kind of like looking around. I, I don't know if like he got, I don't, obviously I don't know if it got to him or not, but um he he kind of did talk about it in the post fight in his post fight interview like he was like I, I i'm not used to it 
Um, so yeah, I was just, that was just kind of like a little tidbit that I, I found fascinating. By the way, can I give this guy with this awesome beard here next to me some extra credits by talking to Dana and saying why not give him more performance bonuses? You know, during yeah, Alex, right, I told Alex this. I messaged him like a month ago when he said this. So Alex, I mean, like you're the one guy with balls to say this, man. Like I, I like it, but it's like I, a card I, like I, this. I guys, a card like this should have had yeah. more. Like, I think the deal was ten million. Is that right? Was it ten million? It was like nine million. It was nine million. Uh, plus, they probably sold. I don't know, maybe what four hundred pay per view or four hundred thousand pay per views. Like, yeah. bro, yeah. there is no fucking excuse why you can't give yeah. all the winners fifty k, all the finish to fifty k, two two five of the night because Hooker and Jalen Turner deserve five of the night. Like, bro, like yeah. it's. Even if you go back to your normal way, like this is International Fight Week, it's the biggest fight card of the year. It's the best fight card. It was the best fight, best fight card of the year. One of the best fight cards of all time. Yeah. T- bring out your fucking paychecks, bro. Like you, you, you can do it. Bring out your it's checkbooks funny. and fucking pay these guys. Like. Yeah, no, it's funny, Alex. I remember like UFC. I want to say, God, which one was it, Marcel? Um, two seventeen. Is that the one GSP and Bisping? Is that the card? Yeah, yeah, yes, two seventeen. It was one of the biggest cards of all time. And what was the game for this? Six and a half million. They sold a million pay per views, and they split one of the bonuses between OSP and Ricardo Hamos for that spinning elbow. Like they split what twenty five k each. Come on, like for these kind of cards, (laughs) just open up the wall. So crazy. I want to get this comfortable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know, but it's frustrating. Cole checking in. Hope you guys had a great week. We did, Al. Uh, Cole. Cole, you gotta come up too next year, man. We're gonna, we're gonna grab you and Marcel by, by the arms and. and Sup, <laughs> Cole. Sure, Cole. Friday night, then on a boat. UFC on Saturday. Golf this morning. Nothing complaining. Dude, sounds like you had a great weekend. But yeah, Cole. I mean, unbelievable card, man. Anyways, going back to Tyra. Look at what people are saying in, in the, in the in the comments. People are saying that he kind of got exposed a bit in the stand up. Yeah, I mean, he got dropped. Right, he got leg kicked. He got dropped. Um, but he's still a good fighter. Again, this was a really short notice opponent for both guys. Like. You always forget that, yeah. You know, he had been training, he was probably in better shape, but still, like, it's still a new opponent on short notice. So, yeah, I'm looking at the rankings, guys. Like, David Dvorak's number 15. Like, get this guy a fight over, win over him and get him away because I think he wins that fight. We saw Steven Ursaid control him on the ground. Tyler should win that fight. Maybe submit some, who knows. Um, what's the comment? Does encourage fighters to fight on big cards when awful cards like next week get the same? But I agree. I completely get fucked up, right? Like, it doesn't make sense that somebody, I mean, like, you know, cards like next week with not much, like, uh, Competition for the bonuses, everything came on bonuses. How, how you give that godly punch from uh, Jesus for Jesus, not a 50k bonus? I mean, he not the 50k. I mean, that, that knockout was insane. That was yeah. insane, dude. Um, that was a 100k bonus, fucking yeah. knockout, bro. That was a that was a, that was a disgusting knockout. Yeah, green policy. They said they gave Ian Barry next to a bunch of Dean Is that true? That's interesting. Um, all right, getting back to the fights, Denise Gomes. Wow, crazy knock over Yasmin. Your uh, your now we did see Yasmin get dropped in her last fight against Stella Nunes, and I thought she just kind of got caught because obviously she looked great. Other than that, but man, I mean, she got blitzed here by Gomez Gomez and uh, Gomes. I mean, jeez, uh, Gomes two straight knockout wins, only twenty three years old. Her her girlfriend Carol Hosa, man, they're winning a lot of fights, guys. They're winning a lot of fights. Um, yeah, I mean, two straight underdog wins for Denise Gomes. Uh, Marcel, what do you think of this knockout, man? Dude, evil Gadelia. Yeah, I mean, what the hell, dude? Uh, she came out. I, I listen, man. I, you know, I'm very high, high on Jasmine Horegi, you know, but it scared me last time as well with Estela Nunes, the first round. And I was like, if she's going toe to toe with Denise Gomez in the first round, that's super uh, dangerous, you know. And she did, and she got tagged within 10, 10 12 seconds, you know. And, Denise Gomez was like, fuck, I'm not going to give her anything off. You know, I'm going full full blast after her. I'm going to try to finish. And she did, man. All credits to her. A great win. Uh, I think she was a pretty big underdog in the fight. So, yeah, that's a big win for her, you know. And I think Horegi was close to getting into the top 15. I think Denise Gomez is now close to getting into the top 15. And actually, if you see, she has now two wins from the three she fought. And, and all... Th- I actually, the funny thing is, I picked her against Loma. She lost that fight against Loma. And I picked Bruna Brazil and I picked Horegi. And she won those two fights. So for Gomez, next time I go against her as well. Because for her, I, I, I think she deserves to get a higher ranked opponent now. I mean, that was really impressive. You know, I, I'm really high on Horegi. I keep saying it. And uh, 
yeah, all credits to Gomez. Uh, really good for her. And uh, yeah, man, Evil Gadelia, yeah, she's she's like, oh man, she's she's like, how do you say that? Super angry and so su uh, super intense in the cage, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, it's cool. She did very well. Yeah, all credits. Yeah, no, for sure. It, honestly, and, and it makes you think like, how did she lose Loma? You know what I'm saying? Like, she, like I thought it was pretty competitive. I think it was short notice too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was somewhat competitive, you know. I know the scores. I'm looking at the ring. We had two thirty-seven, but like it was closer than the odds say. I would say if I watched that fight back. I, but yeah. I think Loma kind of controlled her a little bit more on the ground, and I think yeah. it's, it was short notice for Balbita, who was supposed to fight Loma. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah but she's she's a nice young prospect. I was twenty-three. Mm -hmm. Right, kicking off the uh, ES or ABC prelims, Lonzo Manifield submits Jamie Creer. I had Lonzo Manifield as the underdog here. Like, again, I thought he won that first fight, really. And you know, I, I just was surprised that everyone was going back to Bell and Crew. Like, I picked Crew the first time, and I, he didn't all look good. Um, Adam, did you Crew, think he was going yeah. to submit him? No, I thought he would knock him out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this surprised me. Crew, uh, 0 3 and 1 in his last four. He hasn't won a fight in almost three years. Did yeah. he retire? I saw him take his gloves off. Me and Alex, I think we're talking about that. I don't know if he ended up actually retiring. Did he? I want to check his Instagram. But um, um, yeah, I, I was. I think uh, he was going to retire, and I think his coaches told him, "Like, come on, like, yeah, yeah." Pick your yeah. I mean, it was it was tough. For him. It was, it's an embarrassing way to lose. I mean, you're tapping out to a team by a guy that you know is not known for his submissions, right? Really, with um, with Alonzo, but yeah. Benefield's an underrated fighter, man. He's I think he's got a seven three and one record now in the UFC. It's pretty good, right? So he's a pretty solid fighter, man. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it was a nice win. No bonus for Manifield either. I mean, I'm not saying you know he was a better finish than the other guys, but like on, on on a lot of cards, he gets a bonus for this finish, to be honest with you. So uh Vitor Petrino gets the win over Martin Prashio. This fight, Marcel, was not my favorite fight. I'll tell you this. Um, until the finish. This to me was probably one of the weaker fights in the card, but the guy gets the finish. What I did like about Petrino is that he came up kind of as a knockout artist, and now you're seeing the ground game of this guy. So he's solid, man. Nine and zero. He's twenty, what, twenty five years old. Yeah, there's a lot of potential here with this guy. Again, you know, I don't rate Petrino very high, but he clearly won the fight and got the finish. That was awesome. So, any thoughts, guys? Start with the odds. Any quick thoughts on this one? Not really. It's it was definitely the worst fight of the card. But I mean, if if this is the worst fight of the card, then the card's pretty fucking good, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's just you know. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, I just don't. No, no, obviously, no disrespect. I just don't think Marcin Prakniao is that good of a fighter. Um, he's probably he probably probably might get get the axe. Um, get cut because they're going to start cutting some people to bring in the Dana White Contender Series uh, fighters that are, that are coming. Um, and Petrino will probably fight somebody, you know, top top 25, top 30. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Well, watch what you say, Alex, because Martin lives in the Netherlands. So uh, I, uh, I'm just uh, kidding. No. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I'm no, no, sorry. no, not I'm the. Just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just speaking. I'm just. I'm just speaking facts. Yeah, yeah, no problem, dude. It's like the only connection in the Netherlands we had to uh, on, on this card, you know, because he has Dutch coaches and he lives here. But uh, yeah, man, Petrino. Ah, man, Petrino was just better, you know, and every shot he landed, uh, it, it staggered almost Pragnio, you yeah. know. And in the beginning, Pragnio was okay with his, with his leg kicks and, and some of his punches, but Petrino took over, like, I think one and a half minutes in the first round, and it was all Petrino. I saw this going to 30-27, and then out of nowhere, he got to finish, so yeah, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple other fights here, guys. Cameron Saibon, I mean, easy win over Terrence Mitchell. This fight, fight shouldn't have happened, let's be honest. Um, yeah, anything Marcel, you want any takeaways from this fight? I, I mean, like, it's I had to laugh, man. I had to laugh about Cameron when he finished him. He went to the booth and he is like, So, finally, a win without any uh points deducted. <laughs> <laughs> finally, yeah, a clean win. Yeah. Yeah. Fight was an easy fight for him, right? I mean, I mean, Alex said, you said the same thing, like, really should have been sanctioned. Like, this fight, no, yeah, it was, it was a pointless fight. I know several bantamweights, um. Asked for this fight. Um, I'll, 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 I know Basharat asked for this fight. Uh, they 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 turned him down, um, and they signed some guy from Alaska FC. Of, of you know, like come on, bro. Like yeah, the guy's been thirty. I mean, you know, it's, you just see he's a prospect. 
Dus uit het, uit het favorite promotion, Alaska FC. The only good guy came here is Jerry Candy. All the other guys like Jordan Wright, this guy. Um, I, I give Medic. Still... Minus. I guess Medic has some potential, but yeah. still awesome. All right. Uh, Aguilar, I mean, what a crazy knockout. Just a massive overhand right. Dan Henderson tweeted later. He's like, that, that's a you know, great punch. So, you know, Dan Henderson's talking about your overhand right. It's a pretty fucking good punch. How does how did this guy not get a bonus? I mean, like, this is about as good as it gets. Alex, you were there. You, you saw it. I mean, wow. Yeah, bro. Violent. It was a violent knockout. Um, it's crazy. Like, I thought I, I thought he was he was going to submit him. Yep. And, and it is what it is, man. It, it was just a violent knockout. And yeah. um, Shan Ross just doesn't deserve – like, it's not used to California. Right? No, no. I mean – I, I like Sean. I like Shannon Ross. He's a very, very, very nice guy. But like, you got beat up on the contender series. You got signed because you had appendicitis and still fought with it. And then you get knocked out in 20 seconds by by Rodriguez, and you get knocked out in 70 seconds. Like, yep. come on, like, come on. I know. You know, I was thinking about this. Like, everyone's picking submission, right? But like, if you were Hazy, everyone would think that you're trying to get him down. He was probably like, you know what? Let me surprise him with, with just wing a bomb. Surprise him. And especially because, again, this guy had been knocked out his last two fights coming into this one. Looking back at it, see if True's got the odds. It was plus 700. It was funny. Right before the fight started, guys, Alex is like, on his, like what happens it, Alex Caesars? You're like, hey, I'm going to throw like five bucks on Jesus by, by uh, submission. I'm like, oh, that's a win. He fucking knocks out. I'm like, wow, that's the quickest you've ever lost five bucks in your life. 17 seconds. Like, how does this not get a bonus? It's ridiculous. Um, Opening up the card, Esteban Rebovic wins the decision over Camarola Kerr. Pretty good fight, actually. Not a bad fight. And yeah, I like it around. Sorry, go ahead, Marcel. Turn it around. I mean, yeah, okay. not looking good early, right? So yeah, Kirk controlled him in the first round, and he couldn't get up, you know. And uh, but Kirk faded at a certain moment, you know. He he was tired. Uh, I think it was his first fight at lightweight in the UFC. He came from featherweight, I, I think. Um, he looked good in the beginning, dude. But Rebovic took over, and uh, his striking was way more. Uh, sharp than Kirk's was, and uh, I was like, "Dude, finish the fucking fight!" Because in the third round, I think uh, I think Kirk ended up uh, above him, you know, at the end of the last 15 seconds. I never know with these judges, but thank God they were right this time, you know, because ah, these judges, you know, I mean, Alex, you can do something about it. Hit him over the head. You're always there in Vegas. So, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but so yeah, I'm happy they didn't fuck this one up. Yeah, just the, anyways, that, that was that's the last fight. Overall, I mean, just fucking sick card. I mean, it's just a great experience, great card. Um, just a few other things. We had uh, a big fight announced this week, guys. John Jones and Stipe. Um, I'm glad they got it done. It's finally official. I think Jones wins easily. Uh, yeah. You think so, Marcel? I mean, I, I see Alex nodding. Marcel, do you? Do you can, is there uh, any way I, I mean, that, that fight would have been fun four years ago, you know, but. Yeah. Uh, we we know that fight was going to happen. John is John is winning and he's retiring in in New York. That's probably what's going to happen. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Someone was asking about UFC two ninety three. I think. Um, was asking. Yeah. Well, I think they just announced what two bases fighting or two bases fighting Volkov, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll put some of these guys. I don't think Whitaker will be on the card. He's going to take time off. I think Dan Hooker. I, did, might, I would imagine Dan's on the card. Or no, Dan got I, injured. No, he got yeah. I did hear your favorite guy was on the card, but I can't confirm it's like Malkoon against Kizriev, so I don't know. Yeah, Jacob Malkoon. I, I have a feeling that like if if they can't get Izzy and two plus C, they yeah, might they might they might switch they might make the Sydney card a fight night and make the September sixteenth Mexico card a pay per view. Okay. Yeah, they might do that too. I wouldn't be surprised, right? Um all right, we're basically about an hour. Is anything else you want to want to talk about really quick? You are still going to do another short podcast just now, Alex, with uh, taking down the next weekend's card. I think you'll be, you're going to be at that one, Alex, home in Bueno Silva? Yeah, it's, uh, I was going to say now, when you guys talk about it, I think personally, it, it's the worst UFC card 
on paper, we're the most card I've ever seen. It, it is. Marcel, we're going to do our preview going to be like half an hour. I'm not spending more than that on this card. It's not that it's, it's, it's very, very. Especially coming off this card, there's no way it's going to be even nice to You know, you always have like from International Fight Week to Fight Night, it's like a little bit watered down, but this is like coming from like the top of the Mount Everest to like fucking wherever. In the, gutter. In the, the fucking gutter. Yeah. The gutter. That's, that's where it's going to. Like, it's, it's it's a very bad card, which uh, unfortunate, but I mean, yeah. Well, if you guys want to listen to me, Marcel, break down this really bad card, stick around. We're gonna preview right after this, but yeah, I just wanted to thank Alex for coming on, uh, recapping the amazing card, guys. Marcel, you as well. Stick around, guys. We're gonna start a new podcast series today. We're gonna preview UFC Vegas seventy seven. Short one today. I'm in Vegas. Want to get back out there, but uh, yeah. Alex, again, thanks, man, for, uh, for joining us. Thanks, guys, for coming uh, in. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want, stick around for the next podcast, be here in a minute. If not, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Peace.